The His Girl Friday podcast is brought to you in part by Messenger Fellowship, living the kingdom, fulfilling the call, proclaiming the truth. How's it going, everyone? This is Cameron Fry coming at you with a special edition pod. It's 11.20 a.m. on a Monday morning. And normally I would cut these over the weekend, but this weekend was pretty busy from a Father's Day plus church and church prep standpoint. So I'm not sure if this content is going to become a blog later. So I'm cutting this kind of as an exclusive for the time being, but it might become uh, an episode later on. So we'll see. But I want to talk about a movie I watched Friday night. And it's a movie that I watched with Liz while we were uh, away in France about a month and a half ago. But we rewatched it last night with fam because for our fam, this was their first time watching it. And the movie is Isn't It Romantic starring Rebel Wilson. Now, like many films and not just films, but just you broaden that out to secular entertainment. There's a certain theme that is being programmed and massaged into the mainstream, the very DNA of our culture and society. And it's, at first glance, it's not so bad, but I want to talk about, I don't want to say it's bad, but rather incomplete. So the movie, spoilers not intended, uh, but it centers on uh, a young woman who is led to believe at an early age that what happens in rom-coms is just pure BS and uh, grows up very cynical about relationships and love. Apparently, all that you could have po- possibly gotten out of love was through rom-coms, I guess. But I'm not going to judge the premise of the movie um, because the fact of the reality is the, the opening. There's uh, the opening few minutes of the movie. We see someone who is very much um, not a fan of herself in a lot of ways, who lacks self-confidence. And it's a little cliche there, I admit. Um, not so aware of what's going on, kind of as a pushover. And it's, I guess character development-wise, uh, the movie's trying to create this character that many different types of people can relate to one way or another. I get it. Um, apparently she uh, gets in an accident and goes into a coma, and she finds herself in the one place she never thought she'd be, in the one place that she's very much against, and that is her own rom-com. So really... This movie is kind of a movie within a movie, or rather the majority of the movie is kind of uh, spent uh, in coma land, or comatose, where uh, our protagonist, uh, the state our protagonist is in. So um, so yeah, just have that in mind for context, that when you, this movie is really a movie within a movie. Um, so during her rom-com dream, if you will, uh, again, I don't want to spoil too much of the details, but I will uh, get cut to the chase and get to the epiphany that she has. And that is to feel valuable and important, you don't have to feel loved by another. As long as you love yourself, you can pretty much accomplish anything. You can be who you want to be and everything will be good to go. You don't have to rely upon someone else's love or lack thereof. Um, to feel like you have meaning. And we see this all over. I mean, it's not, again, not just movies, but a lot of music out there, just a lot. 
And I want to talk about why this is dangerous if we take it too seriously. And again, I want, there, there is that, that point in place where we should just be able to enjoy a movie for what it is and not take certain aspects of culture and entertainment so seriously. But this is just something that, you know, hit me in addition to all the laughs. I laughed out loud a number of times in this movie. I enjoyed In fact, I enjoyed it so much, I'm considering owning it as part of my uh, DVD slash Netflix. I guess most uh, movies are stored in the, you know, in the cloud or, uh, they're, you know, long past are the days where you had uh, a physical uh copy of a movie in hand. Everything is going digital now, so uh, it's going to be a part of our collection one way or another, I'm sure. It, it, so it is enjoyable. I'd give it 7 or 8 out of 10. Easy. But if I'm watching this with my kids in the future, and I'm sure I will, we're going to have a discussion about some of this, because uh, the, the messaging is so blatantly obvious, and uh, self-love, I guess the question I want to pose in the beginning of this is, does self-love really exist? The world certainly thinks it, it does, and it prioritizes the love of self above all else. I mean, it makes sense. We're such an internally driven consumer society. Um, we're all pursuing um, happiness on our own terms. Satisfaction, however way we can get it. Let me start with what the movie gets right. And again, just being upfront about context, a lot of this a lot of this content uh, of this pod um, comes from this approach that I've been having the past couple days. And that is, if, what if, what if I'm counseling or mentoring the protagonist? What if she hit a wall after the movie was over? In her, uh, what if this protagonist was real and she hit the snag? And what would I say to her? So that's kind of what is uh, motivating and feeling this content right now. So going back to the dream. We find our protagonist in a world where everything is the best version of itself. All relationships are ideal. Everyone gets along. She is sugar-coated with sweet sentiments all around. And she knows it. this is uh, complete BS. This is not real. This is fake. The only thing that is consistent with reality is uh, this one gentleman who in real life has a thing for her and she doesn't see it. She's clueless um, to how much someone could possibly love her from the outside. But in this reality, uh, once again, we find someone who uh, is still into her, but is overtaken by these rom-com cliches. And long story short, it leads to the gentleman not, you know, being distracted and pursuing a relationship with someone else. And they ultimately, you know, things escalate really quickly, and they're about to get married one day at a church and. Uh, she is trying desperately to break this up because she realizes um, what she had all along and uh, comes to the conclusion that if she could get out of this comatose, uh, she knows exactly what she's going to do. And yet you think, uh, you know, there's a big difference between this movie, the messaging of this movie, and the message of a similar movie 20 years ago, where 20 years ago, the movie would have ended with a wedding being broken up and you know, somehow everyone lives happily ever after because the guy who uh, is marrying the chick or the chick marrying the guy, whatever, like uh, a marriage that's not supposed to happen ends up being broken up and the right couple gets back together at the end and all is right in the world. But the big revelation with this movie comes uh, 
we got Rebel Wilson in the chapel uh, trying to break up this wedding, but then realizes as she's talking to, to them in front of the congregation, um, you know what, all along, you know, I've been looking to be loved by her man. Um, and she realizes it's all, you know, this whole time, you know, what's going to get me out of this is I got to choose to love myself. That is the way out. So this whole movie, in one word, is all about self-love, which I'm going to unpack a little bit more here. So I agree with the movie in the sense that you can't rely upon someone else to feel valuable, meaningful, important, significant, loved. Um, you, you can't rely upon someone else's sense of identity to um, reinforce your own sense of identity. But here's the thing, self-love, the ability to love yourself has to come from somewhere. It's something that is ultimately received. It's, and the movie implies that it can be self-generated and self-sustained, and that is what is false. It's right to say, hey, you don't have to rely upon external factors and, and people and things outside your control. Yes, I agree with that. But the next step is to, yeah, say good things about yourself, uh, declare positivity, declare your identity in Christ if you're a believer. I, I, um, if you're not quite there, just choose to speak good things about you so you can begin to marinate and mentally stew in them. And then you can hopefully begin to believe it better. Um, it's a good practice. So I'm not saying don't take action. Uh, the Bible even says, you know, um, the, the, the greatest commandments Love your neighbor as much yourself. So clearly, loving yourself is important when you get to like the the core DNA of, of, the, of the gospel. But you don't stop there. You have to understand like my ability to love anyone and anything comes from our from a creator. And this is a, a key way that people focus on to find supreme being, a God, like they understand that. This has to be given because I can't sustain it on my own. As much as I want to, I can't. So there has to be a source that can charge me, fuel me, whatever. Fill me up. And of course, you don't you don't expect a movie like this to get overly spiritual or come from that angle. I mean, I would love personally to write a script uh, that is kind of goodwill hunting in nature without the language, but it centers on these protagonists who are struggling or coming to terms with this reality that um, in order to love someone as, as broken as me, um, there has to be a way to do it. I have to get outside of myself to find it, and the script would go in a vertical direction, obviously, and it wouldn't be preachy. It wouldn't be, um, again, over-spiritual like a lot of Christian films are. I wouldn't even want it to put under a Christian genre or have that tag, but where God is... Um, specifically mentioned the key intervals um, where it doesn't, uh, I guess, create this soggy uh, vibe, I guess, um, that, you know, you watch a Christian movie and it's just, it's, they have their own set of cliches. So it would be a, a tightrope in writing it. I don't even know if I'm going to do it, but I'm watching this movie makes me want to do something like that, work on a nonfiction project, which if you know me, or sorry, a fictional project, which you know me, I'm more of a nonfiction type guy. So this movie takes kind of a next step and makes it the end-all, be-all finish line. As long as, yourself, as long as you can love yourself, 
you're good. And while that is a, there's ways to do that the right way, we have to understand that there's so much more outside of that. Life is all about giving and receiving, not about preserving. And a lot of people are driven by false senses of what they consider to be the real thing. False contentment, for instance, is just another way of saying pride. False sense of confidence, also pride. Or at least could lead there, I should say. Maybe it's not synonymous, but it, you're in danger of becoming full of yourself in the wrong ways. Have you ever said that about someone or someone said it about you? Man, that guy's so full of himself. That person is so full of himself. You don't want to ever get to that point, obviously. And so there's different ways, like if you're trying to pump up your own esteem, a lot of different ways that could look. One is, yeah, like I just said, you become super egotistical and self-centered. Or, or The other is you realize you can't do it, so you feel uh, you go from hopeless to helpless really quick, or helpless to hopeless really quickly, and maybe you get even more depressed than you once were. So as long as we watch these type of movies, we're aware of the messaging and we realize this movie is communicating a way to take a next step, but it's not the end, it's not the core, it's not the finish line. And if yeah, we got to be careful in how we receive, uh, even when we're watching a comedy, I feel like, you know, if God's not supposed to be detached from life in any form, <coughs> We have to be willing to roll with their conviction as we receive it. I was glad that these yellow flags were, were being raised as I, again, was laughing and enjoying myself. There's real talent. Like, there's God-given talent represented in the film. Rebel Wilson is hilarious. I think she's real and raw. And the reasons why I like Melissa McCarthy, kind of the same way I like Rebel Wilson, because I feel like outside of their serious roles, which have a place, um, when, it, when it comes to their comedy, they don't have to get too far beyond themselves. I mean, they do, but I feel like who they're being is just a slightly over-exaggerated form of who they really are. It's not far from, like, you know, Rebel Wilson in the movie, I, I imagine, would be similar in a lot of ways. Maybe a bit more reserved, maybe a little bit more shy, timid, because she's not in this, in this zone with the cameras on. But um, I don't know. I, I think a lot of us can tell when someone's authentic and genuine or yeah so you have to understand that it's okay to enjoy the talents of someone else's knowing that they're given from above um, but even though i'm not a, a movie critic i think we have to critique the messaging we receive just from anywhere it could be a billboard it could be the way someone delivers a news story it could be a casual conversation with a friend or close colleague and there's a right way to disagree. Uh, but in this case, uh, because of just this, this this culture we live in that doesn't want to offend anyone or anything, it's going to create this shallow pool for one to learn virtue and value. It's approached, uh, there's hardly any depth, in other words. And if the deeper you go, the more likely you're going to offend or you're catering to a fear of offense that shouldn't even be there if you believe what you're doing is the right thing. And 
so much obviously is uh, simplified when you are operating within a green light that God gives you uh, under his authorization and you're, you've sought his will and you're choosing to run with it, not your way, but just you, you're, you're daily abiding. And that's what's kind of crazy. It's just you get outside of daily abiding and daily surrender and daily dying to yourself, which is something I've talked about often on His Girl Friday. It's, you get off rail so quickly. Um, it could be your ability to possess your emotions or understand what God's telling you. I felt like for me, you know, Rebel Wilson's, uh, her, her character in the movie, um, inability to recognize the signs that she was appreciated, admired by someone she um, was working closely with. I mean, how often are, do we not realize how much we're admired and valued by God and the people he puts in our lives? In fact, those who I'm closest to, uh, family, I'm thinking mostly family here, I take for granted their love more than anyone else. A lot of times we're trying to fill our voids our own way, and it's great when you come to the end of a thought or uh, a certain episode in life and you realize that I can't, uh, I can't rely on someone else to fill it for me, but you also have to realize you can't fill your voids the way you want to. You, and if you try, I mean, that's kind of how addictions happen. It's how you kind of stumble and you... Again, you're pursuing your own way of happiness. You're kind of back to where you started. It's just you're relying more upon yourself. And to bring back the question I mentioned earlier, does self-love really exist? And I submit that it can't exist outside of daily receiving from the Lord and from the, the purposes and the places that he has appointed in our lives. If we're not receiving, we can't love ourselves and we can't give it the way we'd want it to, uh, to so as long as we're cool and we're clear about that reality and i'm sorry if this sounds like uh, this is just you know word 101 this is something i've known but these new angles they excite me and they can excite you too if you allow them to Real quick, I want to circle back and talk about something that I forgot to mention earlier in this pod, and that is one of the flaws of this movie being one of the flaws of secular culture at large, and that is synonymizing love with esteem and confidence, which in the past we talked about how culture tends to synonymize love and tolerance, and that is um, that gets into the issue of sexual and gender identity, which we won't go there today. We need to know that love and esteem are very different terms. And, you know, movies like this one, they tend to think if you can pump up the esteem, you can also pump up your capacity to love. And while there can be that type of relationship, that dependency between esteem and love, we have to understand doesn't have to be there. And there can be some quirky stuff that happens if we think that the esteem has to be a prerequisite. Uh, to love and so and this is something that shouldn't be too new for most of us but esteem and we're talking self-esteem versus self-love esteem is an evaluation of an attitude uh, where love is you know it combines the emotion but also with action you know love is a verb we we've heard that in songs before uh, esteem is not necessarily an action if esteem can be kept uh, 
within. It doesn't have to be launched or has to be projected across, but love is meant to be this horizontal and vertical power that is demonstrated and evident in our life. Esteem can be simply Christ in me. I know I got this because of who he said I am. And then esteem. There can be an organic overflow of love when esteem is aligned to the right place. But movies like this, you know, that kind of tend to blur the lines between the two, got to be careful. Love implies effort and also implies a development, a learning to love, a growing of love. Um, if we, again, over-synonymize it with esteem, we will lose that sense, that urge, uh, that desire to develop. We think as long as, you know, we think of it on a meter scale. If my esteem is this high, then just good things will happen. I just need to get the esteem meter as high as it can go, and I'll be good to go. Not how it works. The Bible has things to say about esteem. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. And the Psalms and Proverbs, uh, there's there's plenty of evidence there. You know, 40, uh, Psalm 46.5. God is within her, she will not fall. It's okay to believe that about yourself. Uh, Proverbs 31, 25, I know it's talking about a godly woman, but it could uh, talk about a godly man as well. Being clothed with strength and dignity. Laughs without fear of the future. Again, it's okay to be that. You could see how believing those things, it might uh, break down some of the roadblocks to loving yourself and as a result, loving other people. Again, there's this horizontal and vertical motion, but we have to understand, going back to the self-love exist, it can't exist without this vertical, we've been given to component, love is a gift. And that is a big difference between how believers perceive love and how non-believers or those who aren't walking with the Lord, how they perceive love. So I just wanted to make sure that that difference between esteem and love is really important. And also the difference between love and tolerance, you kind of look at this Venn diagram and you put love in the center and you look at um, all these different directions, uh, you know, secular culture, take love. We uh, have to be careful uh, of the messaging of culture because chances are the secular world is going to synonymize something with love and that's how we get into confusion and deceit, or, sorry, deception, I should say. We'll break this down in greater measure. I don't think this is going to be a part one of a series, but it might be something I reference later. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Well, I only have a short amount of time uh, given I'm recording this at work. I usually only have 20 or 25 minutes of alone time. So I'm going to wrap this up. If you have any questions or any thoughts about this content, feel free to leave them in the space below. There should be a comment box. Or if you want to just shoot us a message uh, with your thoughts or any personal needs, Listen, I would love to stand and pray for you in this time. Other than that, have a great rest of the week. We look forward to partnering with you in this ministry and also in what God is doing in your life. And as I always say, I'll catch you on the fry. Peace.